0: I absolutely will not work with any company that has a squirrel in its mascot. When my husband and I moved into our home, we spent an entire Saturday planting 1,000, yes, 1,000 tulip bulbs in our yard. Tulips are my absolute favorite flower, and I love how they make my yard look every spring. I could not wait for six months for them to bloom. I just knew how pretty it was going to all look and all of my neighbors would be jealous. We celebrated that evening with a bottle of wine and an early bedtime because we were both exhausted. The next morning, we got up and got ready to go to the Chicago Bears football game. As we walked outside to the car, I saw a squirrel running across a wire, his mouth full of what I thought were nuts. I said to Kelly, "Ah, look how cute, he's getting ready for winter. But as the squirrel got closer... I realized that little jerk had two of my tulip bulbs in his mouth. What I said next cannot be repeated on the air, but you can use your imagination. Kelly and I quickly ran around the side of the car to look at our yard. It looked like the squirrels had had a frat party. I am not embellishing when I say there were tulip bulbs strewn across the lawn and there were fat and happy squirrels just lounging about. It was like they'd had so much fun drinking beer that they couldn't move the next day. And I wanted to strangle every last one of them. Needless to say, we had maybe five tulips come up in the the next spring and I went on the warpath to rid our entire neighborhood of squirrels, which is another story for another time. I hate the little jerks. So that is why I will not work with any company that has a squirrel in the mascot, not to mention the journalists who have a national take a photo of a cute squirrel contest. You know who you are. But in all seriousness, and I actually am serious about the squirrels, it's really important to decide what your brand will do and what it doesn't do. So let's talk about it. If you're a communications pro who works hard, doesn't compromise quality, and gets the job done, welcome home. We'll share our tips, tricks, and stories. And together, we will change the face of PR. Spin sucks, but we don't. With the Spin Sucks podcast, here's Jenny Dietrich, The values you have as a person tend to align with the work you do and the organizations you work with. And in today's political environment, they tend to get more wrapped up in what you believe and who you'll work with. Could you work with somebody who sits on the opposite side as you do on some of today's hottest and emotional political topics? It's becoming increasingly difficult to do so. How do we decide what's okay and what's not? That's from one of the members of the Spin Sucks community, which I would love for you to join. You can find us and become one of us at spinsucks.com slash spin sucks community. There is a hyphen between each of those words, so it's spin hyphen sucks, hyphen community, Spinsucks.com slash spin sucks community. We are excited to hang out with you. Did you by chance think I was joking about there being a serious side to setting some really firm guidelines around what I call brand qualifiers? The things your brand does and the things it doesn't engage with, it's serious, really serious. This matters for you as a professional and it matters for all of the organizations you work with. To avoid crossing a line, you need to have your brand qualifier sorted out. And to find those who align with you, you have to be very clear about what truly matters and what you're willing to let slide. A brand qualifier is a principle that you live by. It's reflected of your values, and used to evaluate your decisions, partnerships, and strategic plans. To figure out your brand qualifiers, you need to understand your brand values. Spend a few minutes thinking about the following. What do you, your clients, or your organization always do? In my organization, we always measure our efforts to true business goals. Sure, it feels good to have lots of social media followers and video views and comments and traffic, but do those things actually help an organization reach its goal? Most of the time, the answer is no. So while our clients come to us with those initial goals, we always educate them on why we do things differently and how we can affect change for them. So that's always. What do you or your clients or your organization never do? We had an interesting conversation in the Spin Sucks community a few weeks ago about earned media value. There are organizations that so desperately want to put a number to the work that we do that they keep coming up with bunk metrics. Earned media value is the new fancy way of saying advertising equivalency. And that's not okay. I won't get on my soapbox about it right now, but that's a major sticking point for my organization. If a client wants us to report media impressions, number of stories placed, and advertising equivalency, we just won't do it. If they'll let us show real business metrics tied to their goals, we will work past it with them. If, however, they're only interested in those metrics, we end up walking away because we always track our efforts back to a client's organizational goals. We never work with one that won't trust us to do that kind of work. And they they do exist, unfortunately. So that's always and never. And then the next one is, what do you, your clients, or your organization believe? We believe in ethical communications. There's a reason this podcast and the rest of our brand is called Spin Sucks. I hate, 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 hate that the industry has such a negative connotation. For the most part, communicators are ethical. They don't spin. They don't lie. And they don't try to trick you. We believe through education, professional development, and honest and ongoing communication, we can change that perception. Spin, after all, sucks. That's the believe. The next one is, what do you, your clients, or your organization support? We support the PR industry and believe strongly in working together to make change versus trying to compete with one another. We support lifelong learning and ongoing professional development that leads to a stronger industry and more work for all of us. We support women business owners and we support young professionals. We support the evolution of PR from media relations to an integrated peso model. We do more than pitch media, and it's time to get credit for the work we've been doing for years. But that's us, and this is about you. To help you define your own brand qualifiers, I asked our community what are the things they always do, never do, believe in, or support. They said the following, I believe in measuring everything. Sometimes people at the office just want to send stuff out and not worry worry about tracking business impact. But I will never do that. Another said, I will never violate copyright. You'd be shocked how many people steal, steal, steal. I wish I were shocked. It happens all the time. I always follow up. I always admit when I'm wrong or made a mistake and try to correct it ASAP. I always take notes. I never speak definitively on a subject or topic where I don't know or I am sure of the facts. If I do make a comment, I will tell people that I'm uncertain about this and need to check. I never assume anything. I believe in transparency. I believe in teamwork. I believe in asking questions if you do not know the answer to something. No matter how dumb, insignificant, trivial, crazy, how can you do a proper job if you can't understand it? I support Free speech and free thinking. I support a four day work week. I think she said this to see if we were paying attention. I'll hail the four day work week. (laughs) I support my teammates. I always focus on relationships first. I never assume. I believe in taking responsibility and ownership in everything you do. I support constant learning and growth. I always believe and support transparency and communication. While these statements are very personal, they lead to the brand qualifiers. In a perfect world, you only ever work with people and companies whose values are in exact alignment with yours. Unfortunately, this is not a perfect world. If you're an agency or you work with clients, you'll come across people with different values. And because of those different values, different qualifiers. Sometimes that will mean you shouldn't work together. But other times, it's less of a clash and more of a challenge. We had a client whose organization we adored, but their leader was... Well, a pathological liar. This is, of course, not something you can figure out in the first few meetings. In our case, it actually took a couple of years. It started out as funny things she would make up, but always based on things you could, you know, Google. For instance, she told us she was one of the first few employees hired at Google. Not true. And that she had worked with one of the Olympic athletes from the early 90s. Again, not true. As she started to regale us with these stories, mostly during social situations, we'd have to avoid one one another's eyes for fear of busting out laughing. This didn't stop us from working with the organization. In fact, she was MIA a good amount of the time, so we got to work directly with the rest of the executive team and their board. And we made great strides without her involvement. But every time she popped in, we knew we were in for a treat. So while she didn't personally align with our brand qualifiers, particularly the ethical one, We were able to work with her organization and not clash. And truth be told, we quite enjoyed her antics because she truly thought we believed her. And with a pathological liar, she actually believed herself too. And there may or may not be someone I worked with who liked to debate her. It was great fun. Your mission for the week, should you choose to accept it, is to create your brand qualifiers. Decide what you always do and what you never do. Decide what you believe and what you support. Write it down make a poster, create a post-it note, keep it where you can see it and let it guide you. You'll be amazed at how well it helps you define who you will and won't work with. All right, listeners, thanks for coming by today. I'll catch you next week with another episode of the Spin Sucks podcast. If you're ready to change the face of PR, make sure you subscribe to the Spin Sucks podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, leave us a rating and a review.